I feel like this week is so important. We have to do a second podcast this week. I agree. Walkers and Talkers, episode 30, Big 30. Yep. I'm Dave Brody from Elmer's Saturday Morning Show. That, of course, is my co-host, Jamie. Hi. From Light FM in New York, at JMX514. Now, I am a, as you know, we both are crazed Walking Dead fans. This oh, was yes. a huge week. Massive ratings. But one of the, th- the ratings. One of the things that got me through my six months waiting for the season premiere, and what gets me through every week after every episode of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, is a YouTuber who runs a channel called Trev's Chan 2. And it's Trevor who runs the channel. <laughs> and he does Q&A videos every week, a few of them. He does a, a prediction video. He does a, a reaction video. He does a recap video after each episode. And I'm suckered in every week to every single one of them. And we've got him on the phone. Trevor, are you there? I'm here. Trev, Chance, too, Yay! on the phone. <laughs> Trevor, this is uh, Jamie's. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Trevor. Uh, hi, Jamie. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice now, to Trevor meet you. has like 300,000 subscribers, I'm, I'm, of which I'm one of them. And Jamie and is now too. one of them <laughs> because we're both addicted to your, to your, your, uh, your channel. So as I'm watching the uh, season premiere, the basically the grand entrance of Negan, I'm thinking the whole time, what's Trevor thinking? And what's what are his videos going to be like? So of course I ran to YouTube afterwards and watched all your videos. Um, what was the what was the most surprising thing in your mind from the episode? What was it that came up that you didn't expect? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I did. I did really love the episode. Uh, it was uh, it was really crazy uh, seeing Negan, you know, uh, in his first. Uh, we we saw him before in season six finale, but to get to see kind of a full full episode with him was uh, was pretty amazing. Uh, most surprising thing, um, I want to say, and uh, should we do should we do spoiler warning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler warning, everybody <laughs> okay. listening. We're going to say everything. Talk about who died. Talk about who didn't die. All of it. Everything's coming. So hold on. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Negan uh, turns and says uh, back to it, and he just smokes Glenn the first time, I was like, wow, yeah. that was uh, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, that that freaked me out because you know, following bloggers and trying to avoid spoilers. We had a pretty good idea that Glenn, because Glenn dies in episode 100 of the uh, comics, issue 100, we knew that Glenn probably was going to die. A lot of us, I know on this podcast, we talked about Abraham because he stood up in the season finale, and he stood up to him like, you know, I can take it. We kind of felt like Abraham might die because, you know, if you read the comics, Denise took the crossbow bolt to the eye that Abraham took in the comics, right? So Abraham only had... Limited time left on on the planet anyway, so we thought probably Abraham, probably Glenn, most likely both. But you're right. When he was giving that speech about Daryl interrupting him and punching him, and he said, "I will shut that shit down." That's my favorite line, by the way. Yeah, it's a great line. <laughs> um, there was no warm up. There was no okay. No. I got to pick somebody else. Just boom. He just turned it now. So here's my. We have two questions. Two questions for you, Trevor. Need your official opinion. Number one. Did he kill Glenn second because that's where he was standing and he was the closest guy to Lucille? Or did he kill Glenn because Glenn was the first guy to interrupt him, even though that was a free pass? Why Glenn? What do you think was the reason for Glenn? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's the latter. I think you got it. I think that he, he was upset that, uh, that Glenn kind of emotionally jumped out of uh, line there and, uh, and upset him. But... It might have been okay, however, and they kind of touched on this a little bit on Talking Dead, was that uh, because Daryl punched him, 
um, you know, Negan punished them further by killing another, you know, character. But he decided for some reason, it was a little odd because he didn't kill Daryl, even though Daryl was the one who punched him. Right. So I think Negan's kind of an interesting character that he's sort of, he's got these strict rules. But when people break the rules, he has to punish them. But at the same time, he might kind of respect them. Like, I feel like he respected Abraham at the end because of what Abraham's uh, final words were. Right, suck my uh, nuts. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like, because he, he laughed at it too, right? Like, yeah. He, so I, I kind of feel like Negan is, Negan's a really interesting character. He's very strict with the rules, but he also kind of, it's like he kind of likes people. He kind of respects people when they don't uh, follow the rules too, so. Well, I, I watched a, a Michael Cutlett's uh, interview this morning that he, that he did with a uh, miscellaneous uh, reporter. I'll post the link at uh, walkers underscore talkers. And he was saying that he felt Negan picked him because he stood up to him because he instantly thought, is he someone who's more useful than me or more of a threat? That he felt Negan was really good at figuring people out, that he knew that Carl was Rick's son, that he knew that Sasha had a thing with Abraham. He sort of was reading them as he was looking at the lineup. And I, I think he took out Abraham because he was maybe more of a threat and maybe because he thought as a right-hand man that would break Rick. Do you feel like that's probably why he chose him? Because the reason I ask, in the season six finale, what we saw in the trailer and in the last scene was sort of what we thought was out of order, the eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And we thought they mixed up the order because they didn't want us to count and figure who it was. But now that we've seen the premiere, it really looks like he was randomly doing it. Like oh, he was going every yeah. third, every fourth, right? Because when he was like, and my mother says to pick the very next one, and that's you, he paused and then was like, you. You are it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like he was next. He just randomly. There was no rhyme or reason to right? it. Right? So it was sort of deliberate, don't you think? Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I do think that uh, that you're, uh, you're correct. I, I think he did you know, consciously pick Abraham, even though it seemed like he was kind of going at random, he did. Because if you watch the season six finale, Abraham looks right back at him. Uh, I don't think he blinks. He doesn't show any signs of fear or anything. He, he looks, you know, uh, at him totally strong. And Negan actually, uh, in terms of what he wants, in terms of his goals, he doesn't want that. He wants Rick, he wants the others to be afraid of him. He wants to see the fear in Rick's eyes. He didn't see that when he looked at Abraham. So he probably thought, I got to take this guy out. I'm probably not going to be able to break this guy. Right. right? He's probably not going to be somebody I can. I'm always going to have to worry about this guy. So I, I'll take him out because he's, you know, one of, one of their toughest guys, pretty much biggest guy they have, and he also isn't scared of me. So he's going to be the first uh, first one to go. Right. Sure. Now, based on that, you would have thought he would have taken out Daryl also because the guy's ballsy enough to punch you in the face. But he made the comment to Dwight something along the lines of. You don't kill, get rid of something like this till you try him or taste him, something like that. Gross. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Does he want to have sex with him? What is that? What <laughs> are they going to torture him sexually? Because can I help? Yeah. No. <laughs> what, what, Trev, what, what do you think he meant by, you, you know, you don't, you don't kill something like this till you try a little bit first? What do you think he meant by that? Yeah, that's a weird line. I've been thinking about that one, too. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I think what he means is he's going to try to break him, at least, at least. At least to see, because I think he does kind of respect him, and he thinks he's interesting. He also, when he hears his name, he's like, "Wow, Daryl, that fits, right?" Because I think he does actually like Daryl. He kind of like, you know, like I said, he stands up to him, so it's mixed, right? But I feel like he he kind of respects him. 
um, because he stood up, even though he broke the rules. So you break the rules in front of everybody because Negan's got all the saviors there and everybody. He has to save face. He cannot, you know, uh, allow you to make him look bad in front of his guys. But at the same time, when people do certain things, he may kind of uh, develop some kind of affection for him. So it looks like he's going to probably, you know, bring uh, Daryl back with him and the, and the rest of the saviors and everybody and, and try to break him in a little bit first and see if maybe he could be somebody that they could use uh, even as maybe even as a savior, not really as a survivor that he lets go, but maybe somebody he can he can keep. So it sounds like he's going to work on him a bit, uh, I think. And what he means by it is that he's going to try and see if he can if he can break him in and maybe uh, you know give him a little bit of pain first for for what he did and, and teach him to respect uh, Negan and and see what happens from there. Is he basing that assessment on things Dwight told him? Because he's never met Daryl before, he's never seen him in action. But Dwight has. So has Dwight been updating him about this guy, this guy, you know, telling him all about him? Other than getting punched in the face, what else would he base that on? Yeah, I think you're right. There there may have been some of that that we didn't get to actually uh, see due to, you know, us being introduced to, to Negan and in such a fashion. We didn't get to see the background behind everything. But we do know that he's had this rivalry going with, um, you know, with Dwight. And, uh, you know, Dwight would usually update Negan on whatever he finds. If he meets another group out there, he runs into another group, he probably would tell Negan about it because that they could decide, okay, let's search these different locations. Let's see if we can figure out where their home base is and, you know, get them to, to work for us or take at least take their stuff or whatever they're, they're going to do. So Right. Now, in the comics, not necessarily a spoiler because the comics don't always play out in the show, Carl gets taken under the wing of Negan. Do you feel like Carl is still going to do that, where he sneaks into the Savior's lair? Or do you feel like maybe Daryl will take that that role in, in the TV show? I think you got it, yeah. I think it's going to be quite a bit different with regards to that from the um, the comics. Carl is quite a bit different in the TV series than he is in the comics at this uh, this time. And, um, yeah, I do think that it's going, to be, uh, it's going to be a bit different in the TV show. I don't think we're probably going to see Carl go after uh, uh, Negan and the Savior's uh, uh, right now, it'll probably be Daryl, like you said, yeah. Okay, there's one scene that for in the coming weeks in the Season 7 trailer where Negan says to someone with long hair, I, you still don't get it, you work for me. And it looks like it could be Carl. I can't figure out who's in that scene. So that's why I thought maybe Carl still goes there to kill them, but maybe he doesn't take him under his wing. Because he seems to have an affection for him uh, as far as, you know, he's like, hey kids, you know, cheer up. He He sort of maybe sees that he's a tough kid. Um, you and I both came up with the same assessment, by the way, of the Abraham and Isaac uh, out of the Bible, that when God wanted Abraham to sacrifice his own son as a test, it seems like that's what Negan was doing by asking Rick to cut his own son's hand off. Did that uh, that struck you the same? Yeah, absolutely. Just, uh, you know, putting uh, the fear of God into Rick, so to speak, uh, in this situation. But yeah, definitely uh, I did. And I was... That was another scene that was really cool that was added added in that was not from the comics. And uh, I, I thought it played out pretty good. I thought it was really exciting. It was intense. You know, we get to see this going through, and we, we don't know what Negan is uh, is going to do. We don't know if he's going to stop him. So it was an intense episode, man. There was a lot of scenes like that all the way throughout that were just, like, really intense. But you so. felt you felt that he would have gone through with it, right? I mean, if Negan hadn't if, stopped yeah. him? Yeah, if, uh, he probably would have. Yeah, I think he realized at that time that he, he really had no choice and that he kind of had to do it. And uh, if, if he didn't stop him, he probably would have. Uh, right. Yeah, he would have gone forward. Now, Jamie and I had a recurring theme watching the whole show. The trailer was called Right Hand Man. And we sort of thought when he dragged him into the trailer, in the trailer, 
into yeah. the RV with the axe, he was going to take Rick's hand off, sort of following along the lines of what the governor did, cutting Rick's hand off in the comics. And then as he went for the ride in the RV, he kept cleaning the axe, slamming it oh, on the man. counter. There was this sense of he's going to cut his hand off throughout that whole car ride. And then we thought, okay, well, now he's going to remix it and do it to, to Carl. Did you feel that way the whole episode that someone was going to lose a hand? <laughs> uh, yeah, after seeing the right hand man uh, clip, that was something that was discussed quite a bit. I kind of, I kind of thought they probably won't do it because of just the difficulty that they, it'd be really exciting to see and shocking and everything like that. But the difficulty afterwards, you know, for the next coming years, to always have to deal with it. Uh, I think it's different if you have a character like Merle, where maybe you could put a cover on it or something to, to cover the hand. Uh, and also, if that character may not be in the series for that long. But if you were to take like one of our main, you know, cast characters like Rick or Carl and do that, then they would always have to kind of deal with that afterwards, and it would add a lot of workload to them right. every time that that character has a scene. So, especially if it's Rick, right? Because Rick is, uh, you know, Rick is in more scenes than anybody because, of course, he's, he's our main uh, right. our, our lead. So. And Robert Kirkman, the creator of the series, said that cutting Herschel's foot off was so expensive with CGI and that cutting Rick's hand off, it would it would limit what the character could do. He couldn't climb up on top of things. That in comics, you could just show the guy up on top of a truck, but in, in, in real life on a TV show, how would you explain Rick getting up on something that he'd have to climb? So that's why I felt, I'm in, in agreeing with you, it probably wasn't going to happen, but I still kept thinking it might. Like, my question kind of had to do with that. Like, if you do CGI aside, um, do you think that Negan should have made Rick go through with cutting his arm off? Because I know it put the fear of God of him, but in him, but maybe he will retaliate at some point. But if he actually made him go through with it, I think he would just be, you know, his slave. I think maybe he should have made him go through it if he really, truly wanted to break Rick. I think uh, based on his facial expressions, he felt like he had at that uh, time already. And he just, I, I think he wanted to show him that, um, you know, this can get really ugly if you don't, if you don't do what, uh, what I say. Uh, and even your son is not, uh, is not safe. But I do think Negan's a very interesting character. He has a lot of layers to him and he has some, uh, really some, some mix, like, like I was saying before, he has some really, really mixed kind of, um, uh, ways of seeing things. His psychology is very is very uh, dense. It's not it's not too simple to see. But I do think Negan still does have a heart. I, I think he doesn't want like if if he feels like he doesn't need uh, to have Rick do that, then he won't. Yeah. You know. Um, so that's that's part of what makes Negan so interesting is he has all these different uh, levels to him. But he's also a psychopath because when he's you know uh, <laughs> busting skulls, he's <laughs> laughing about it. He's making jokes. He's enjoying it. So. He's a, he's a great character. He's one of the most interesting characters. He's a great villain, I should say. Um, you know, because the people there's a lot of people who hate Negan right now, so which is understandable. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got a lot of layers to him, and he's got uh, he's really uh, psychologically interesting, I think. So. Yeah, he enjoys it a little bit too much. At least when the survivors went into the compound uh, and they killed twenty twenty five saviors, they weren't enjoying it. They didn't. They, they felt bad about putting the knives in their heads. But Negan revels in it, swings the bat, makes jokes, laughs about it. And reading reading on Twitter, people were like, I hate him. He's a fantastic character. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I think the, the hand cutting off, I think to me that would have been too far. I think Rick maybe, maybe as a leader, 
could maybe eventually forgive him or understand why he killed two people since Rick killed 30 of his men. Yeah. Actually, doing the math, they killed about 40 saviors between the five guys on the motorcycle on the road and the five guys in the pickup truck. And the compound. And the three people that Carol killed, you know, with Maggie and the compound. I mean, they killed a lot of saviors. I'm surprised his intention wasn't to kill two just, you know, uh, naturally. But this killing of, of Abraham and uh, Glenn, according to Michael Cutlitz, who played Abraham, they planned this two summers ago. Like, they've known about this a really long time. Are you, are you surprised that, for the most part, Trev, that it stayed a secret? Yeah, I did hear that, too, that they had this planned out for, like, a couple of years. Uh, well, it, uh, they were able to wrap it up pretty good, but not 100%. There was still spoilers kind of this summer to where, um, you know, the names were released. And, and there was conflicting info, too. There was some trickery and, and some other scenes. They filmed uh, the 11 uh, death sequences, and we got to see them use that a little bit with the uh, potentials as Rick is thinking about what could still happen. Yep. Um, and they released uh, a Maggie clip, which is pretty cool, uh, where, uh, well, maybe it's a it depends on how you well, Oh, it's terrible. Uh, now, uh, it's not brutal. an official release because it looks it looks the, the quality right. is terrible. But yeah, in the like in the, the clip release. Yeah, in the in the clip you're talking about, uh the eeny meeny miny mo lands on on uh, Maggie and Glenn tries to interfere and he gets a bat to the back of the head, knocks him out. Uh it's easy to find on YouTube. And then Maggie takes the bat and she takes the one hit. And then her head comes oh. up, and she's like, spitting blood. She didn't say, suck my nuts, which, you know. <laughs> but then she gets the bat. Now, I mean, of all the people in that list, I felt like Maggie was the last person he would kill. Me too. Does Negan know she's pregnant? I don't think they talked about that, right? He doesn't know she's no, pregnant. No, I don't think she knows. But I just felt like... I, it, all right, now in the comic, Trev, correct me if I'm wrong, when he's walking around the circle of, I think it's six in the comic... He says he wouldn't kill uh, a black person because they'd say he he was being racist. Yeah, the ra- race card. He says when it when it comes to uh, characters of different yeah uh, right because in the comic Michonne's there, but Heath is also there, and he makes a comment about not wanting to be a racist. But I I just got the feeling he wasn't going to kill Maggie, and and that I think of all the videos they could have released, I think if Eugene got the bat, it may have been a little more believable, mm-hmm. um, or, or one of the other men on the show. Did you for like if you had seen the Maggie thing, would you have at, at any moment a week ago, thought that it could have been Maggie? Yeah, um, I didn't think so. I thought she would be one of the least likely uh, people to be picked. So that's why I was so surprised when I had all these people coming through saying that, uh, spoilers, it, it's her, because they released that uh, clip. So it did cause quite a few people to, to become confused about it. Uh, I personally didn't see it until after I saw the premiere, because I tried to stay out of that. I, I like to, if, if I cannot ruin it for myself and not get into spoilers, then, then I, I opt usually to do that. Um, but if I see, you know, like if people are leaving tons of comments and this kind of thing and I, and I happen to see it, which was the case this summer with the Glenn and Abraham thing, I will say that even though it was kind of out there and a lot of people knew about it, it was still pretty incredible to see and really um, just you know, crazy sequence to see. And it was still surprising when uh, when you see uh, Glenn get it after uh, Abraham, I want to say. So. Now, you're you're caught up on the comic books. I'm not. I'm not up to the, the latest. In any part of the series, does Negan take a take Lucille to a woman? Oh, that's tricky. Um, I don't think so. Not not that I can think of off okay. the top of my head. However, he does. Uh, I won't get into spoilers, but there is a competing. Um, yeah, I know who you. Competing yeah. faction, and he does. Uh, he does kill a woman in that uh, in that uh, instance. So he, he's does, not against it, I suppose. But he probably wouldn't. Oh, that's 
yeah, that's tricky um, because, like we said, Negan is so, um, you know, he's uh, he's so interesting psychologically. It's hard to say sometimes, but uh, like I think he would, but I think it's less likely that he would do so just from a viewer standpoint because people hate him enough already. If he was to, uh, you know, brutally <laughs> yeah. beat someone with the bat. If he chose a woman, it would be it would be even more outrage. I want to right. say that. Right, and I can't yeah. I can't exactly explain why that is. I just know that it is. Like I, <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't really say because especially we know Maggie's pregnant. But I think if he killed Maggie, because the, the whole point of Negan, as you said, is to like him even though you hate him. He he's a funny, a charismatic, evil person that maybe you can forgive him for killing Abraham. The Glenn thing, we all know how it affects, you'll see how it affects Maggie. Maggie was just taking it too far. By the way, how great was it that everyone was completely beaten into the ground and Maggie says, no, we got to put an army together. We have to get this guy. <laughs> she was so calm. Yeah, she seemed. She was way like calmer we than have, I would have a, thought. We have a job to do. I mean, that's yeah. sort of, in the comics, she sort of takes on more of a leadership role, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. My my heart did break for Rosita a little bit because she had just had a thing with Abraham and the whole Sasha thing was brand new. And then when Maggie said, I'm going to take him, meaning Glenn, Sasha goes right into Rosita's face and is like, well, I'm going to take him about Abraham. And I just, as a woman, I just, you know, it was still fresh for Rosita and I just felt for her in that moment. I felt for Eugene. Did you, who did you feel the worst for? Did you feel worse for the girls, for Maggie or for Eugene? Uh, for me, definitely Maggie. I want to say, especially like like you uh, you touched on with the the scene afterwards, and also the way she felt guilty because they were all out there for her. Yeah. Um, because she had been sick. Uh, I just uh, that was pretty crushing, and I always felt like um, uh, you know Rosita was as well too, especially when Negan tries to make her look at the bat, oh, make her look at Lucille. Yeah. So yeah, it was really uh, really crushing all around for everybody. But for me, Maggie stood out because uh, I think uh, Lauren Cohen does a really good job of really showing. Um, you know, agony, like when you had um, uh, Beth uh, in season five, right. uh, when she's killed off too, and, and she lets out the uh, the scream and everything. And uh, she just, uh, it just feels real, you know, when when um, when, when she's, you know, playing out those scenes. And uh, I, I thought that was, she's just distraught. You know, she's not totally making sense of the things she's saying. And I think that uh, is totally realistic to what people, you know, how they react to these type of uh, things when someone right. that they love passes away. Um, you know, a lot of times they can be in some kind of state of denial or they might want to, you know, fight or flight. They might want to try to fight back against. I don't want to take up your whole day, Trev, and I, I appreciate this. Um, but there's two, there's two Easter eggs I want to point out because I know a lot of people commented on your YouTube page and a lot of people tweeted at us. Uh, two of the things that a lot of people missed. One was Abraham giving the peace sign to Sasha as his way of saying goodbye and everything's going to be OK right before he gets the yeah. bat. I'm sure you saw that. Now, I know that uh, you said you, you missed it the first time because you were filming your reaction video, which is hilarious. Please, you guys. <laughs> I have, watched it, yeah. <laughs> it's, you've got to watch this. Uh, and then the second Easter egg or, or thing that a lot of people didn't catch was the guy who went over and took Polaroids of Glenn's cru- crushed skull, which was interesting because when they, when they went into Negan's satellite compound, remember when Glenn killed the first two guys, uh, his first ever two human kills, and he took over for Heath and killed Heath's guy? The whole wall was Polaroids of Negan kills. Bashed heads. As if like that's a thing. And a lot of people call that foreshadowing that Glenn had then seen his own death. So I thought it was kind of weird that or ironic that that another guy has now taken the camera and took a picture of Glenn's crushed skull like it was nothing. Do you think that is that is that a ritual that Negan's people do in the comics all the time? 
Yeah, that's. Um, I don't think they do the picture thing in the the comics with the Polaroids, but uh, definitely with the TV series, it, it's pretty messed up that they do that. But uh, yeah, it, and I, I agree with you. It was. Um, it's pretty crazy that Glenn is the one who sees that, and and a lot of us did feel like, okay, that could be a setup for when um, you know people were thinking, okay, who is it that um, that Negan is going to kill? You know, it, it's. It was pretty good setup, I think, for that. There were some other things as well, uh, too, in the uh, second half of the season. Like there was, uh, uh, there was what's called the uh, Orange Crush theory, which might be looking into it too much. But uh, you had Daryl in one of the, one of the episodes there, um, where him and Rick were going after uh, Jesus or, or Paul uh, Rovia, uh, and there's like a, a Orange Crush. So some people think like Orange Crush, you know, Red um, uh, Abraham crush you know <laughs> oh, that, that's we're, right. we're getting uh, deep there well no no that, that's right <laughs> yeah. because they, they were dragging the soda machine yep. for the orange soda yep. for right. uh, for um, right. tara and they right. the truck went in the in the uh, lake they lost the truck yep. then when denise goes and gets the uh, cooler out of the car by the train tracks she takes the orange crush and then she dies yeah and then which yeah. is how abraham died in the comic right and then he dies and then negan makes the joke about him being a redhead or that he's red, red. yeah so very good okay so you need to be now the ultimate decider of this theory I have. I really want your feedback on this. A lot of people are saying that it's Daryl's fault for punching Negan that Glenn got killed, correct? I have a different theory. Right before that, Negan says to um, Rosita, Rosita, look at the, he goes, take a damn look. Take a damn look at the bloody bat. And she doesn't take a damn look and because he was being so brutal to her, Daryl jumps up and punches Negan. Negan has him carted off. Then Negan kills Glenn because of the out, the uh, the outrage of him interrupting him. My feeling is, if Rosita had just taken a damn look, Glenn would be alive. So it's Rosita's fault. What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you could be right. I do feel like uh, maybe uh, we could see something between Rosita and Daryl in the future. So so we'll see. And he was kind of defending her in that moment too which is why he couldn't he couldn't hold himself back because uh you know negan forcing her to do that was being kind of i mean that was that was kind of overboard i think even for even for negan right that was pretty unnecessary right as cruel yeah absolutely so i think you're right that it's just a spiral of events that uh, if she had she done right away maybe daryl wouldn't have done that yeah um, and just kind of, you know, just the way everything went, spiraled out of control, and then Negan, to reinforce his dominance, to reinforce his control, goes through and, and kills another one of them to let them know that this is a one-shot deal if you continue to kind of, you know, just do whatever you want. If you continue to uh, act out, then he's going to continue to punish. He's going to continue to pick, and uh, yeah. So There you go. Now, we mentioned your reaction video. I sent you an email of what I consider... Maybe the greatest reaction video of anything I've ever seen before, uh, of an of an older woman sitting in her living room and her son is filming her watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> did you have a chance to click on that link and watch it? I did. I did watch it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet out the link. Uh, I don't know if Trev, if you're gonna put it on your YouTube page at some point, but uh, the woman is basically cursing the television set, threatening to kill Negan. He's a pussy. <laughs> And, uh, oh, God, Daryl, don't do it, Daryl. Oh, God, he's going to, oh, Daryl. She she just screams along. She's the funniest woman I've ever seen in a reaction video to Walking Dead. But maybe anything. She's just so funny. So definitely check that out. Uh, I want everyone listening to the podcast to check out Trev's Chan 2, T-R-E-V-S, 
C-H-A-N-2, Trev's channel, I guess is what it's short for, Trev's Chan 2. Uh, you, I would say you do like five videos a week, roughly? Yeah, uh, five or ten, yeah. And what other shows uh, do you review every week or on occasion? Uh, Game, Game of Thrones, when it's on, I also cover uh, Fear the Walking Dead and uh, sometimes just some random new shows like uh, Westworld's recently for the premiere and just, just uh, anything that's, uh, that's kind of hot, uh, good, good shows that are on. What did you think of, I mean, I already know, but what did you think of the uh, the short for Fear the Walking Dead? There's a new series like Flight 462 that ran throughout season six of The Walking Dead where the, the people were on a plane, the plane crashed, and a couple of people from the plane crash ended up on Fear the Walking Dead. Um, we saw the first installment of the new Fear the Walking Dead short. Um, what did you think of that, and how do you think that'll play into the Fear the Walking Dead show? Yeah, Passage. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, well, they just showed the first kind of a short clip to it, and there's going to be quite a few uh, each week for Walking Dead. They're going to show an additional one. So uh, most likely it's going to be set up for at least, I want to say, one character to, um, to join the, um, you know, the, uh, the show in Season 3. Um, there aren't too many details about it right now, aside from what we can see is it looks maybe close to the border, maybe close to where they're at currently in, the, uh, in Fear of the Walking Dead, where Season uh, 2 ended. And uh, we'll have to see uh, which character it is that's going to survive through that and join. But there just isn't too much in terms of details right now, aside from that one little little clip that AMC has released. Well, I feel like after the introduction of Negan, we really need to see something along those lines. And not that you could have another Negan, but we need a super bad. We need a really bad villain in Fear the Walking Dead. And I think we need more comic book-based characters. We need someone with a sword. We need someone with a crossbow. Uh, all we have on Fear the Walking Dead is a, is a nice family. It's interesting. But they all have knives. A hammer. A hammer. There's nobody there that could be a comic book character. Uh, I feel like that's what's missing. So I'm hoping that season three, Daniel returns, and somebody stands up and is a kick-ass, badass kind of character. Do you agree with that? Or you feel like the family is enough watching them mature? No, I agree 100%. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead is one where... Uh, you have some Walking Dead fans that really like it. Like, I, I really like it, uh, especially like Travis. He's one of my favorite characters from the series. And I even put him up there as, as, as a great character, even compared to some of the other characters in the original Walking Dead. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of people that uh, that don't really like fear too much. And I do I do agree with you that we probably need a big bad pretty soon. Going into season three uh, for fear, uh, it would make sense for them to do that because with The Walking Dead, they, they kind of brought that in with uh, the governor. Uh, granted, you had Shane, who was kind of like a character that kind of became bad out of the, uh, you know, the original group. But uh, it will be really cool to see what they do with fear in the, uh, the future. It does have a different feel from The Walking Dead, though. You have the family base. You don't have as much in the way of uh, action, like you said, with the weapons and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I do think the series has a lot of potential. Uh, I just hope that they, you know, AMC's willing to put the effort into it and that we get to see some other, like you said, maybe some great villains and some other great characters come out of it. Yeah, well, I, I like the way you mentioned that a lot of people who like The Walking Dead, not all of them like Fear the Walking Dead. You've gotten criticism by some of your followers for doing some videos that do both, that mention The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. They want you to separate them now and only do separate Fear the Walking Dead <laughs> videos. That's correct, right? Absolutely correct, 100%. You got it. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, a lot of people just... I'm not. I'm not sure why. And also, if you look at the ratings too for Fear of the Walking Dead, it definitely does not do the same near the same level. The the premiere for season uh, seven for Walking Dead, which is a special episode, but it did 17 million. And then you have Fear, where it's only doing around three, four uh, million uh, uh, views uh, per episode. Well, 17 million. I guess the cliffhanger everybody hated worked. 
Oh, yeah, it did. Because <laughs> as it turns out, it was worth the wait. It was a fantastic episode. Trevor, thank you very much for, for uh, a few minutes of your time. You were the guest on our first episode uh, before I had Jamie as a co-host. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's when I realized I needed a co-host. So uh, thank you for helping us kick off the, the podcast. Uh, I will send you all the links. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening to us, please follow Trev Chan's, Trev's Chan 2 on YouTube. Trevor, thank you very much. I know your day is very busy. And uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Enjoy the rest of the season. Thank you, Trevor. Oh, thank you, guys. It was my pleasure. Nice to meet you, Jamie. And, you too. Uh, and Dave. It's a lot of fun. So any other time you guys want to do this, I'm always down. Follow you got it. Time. Oh, oh, and I guess what? I have a 50% chance of getting a Lucille bat. I'm close. <laughs> my, AMC, my AMC connection said they may have one left. We are super jelly. <laughs> so thanks for the inspiration. I'll let you know if I get it. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, let me know, man. And, uh, enjoy that if you do. There you That's go. Cool. All right, man. Thanks, Trev. Bye. No problem. See you guys. Bye. We're saying peace. <laughs> that's what he always goes he goes I'm Trevor I'm saying peace Oh, <laughs> so I, I feel like they, there you go so that's Trevor I love Trevor what a sweetie he's nice if you like our podcast please follow Trevor uh, Trev's Chan 2 on YouTube uh, he covers things that we cover we cover things he covers we have interest, We have different theories on things but he's fantastic and he loves it he's got all the toys in his video oh I love him, it behind the posters. Him. he's an uber fan and a really good guy and uh, so there you go. Uh, our second podcast in a week. I love it. First time we've done that. Yeah. Uh, I think next week we'll do a one. A double feature. Double feature. So <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to a second podcast this week. And I uh, can't wait for uh, season seven, episode two. Yay. Bye, guys.